Hi guys, thank you so much for tuning in to Got You On Air. I'm your host, Taya, and this podcast has your back with valuable insights, perspectives, experiences, and stories from some really cool people doing some really cool things. Today I have the pleasure of speaking to Bushra. Bushra Khan is a London-based holistic psychotherapist whose approach focuses on removing blockages and limiting beliefs to help people transform their lives and reach their full potential. You know, seeing that this was an extremely challenging year to say the least, I really wanted this episode to be a gift of peace and good energy to hopefully put some of your minds at ease and recognize that you're not alone during these confusing and difficult times. And I have no doubt that Bushra can help. Here she is. Hi, Haya. Thanks good for having me. You Good to see you. Of course, the pleasure is all mine. So... I feel like in the podcast in the past, uh, I've touched on um, mental health just a little bit, talking about anxiety, things that me and a few people that I've had on have gone through. Uh, My sister, a couple other guests have been very open about the way that they felt um, about their mental health this year and in general. Um, But we're grateful that you're here to kind of give us a little bit more clarity and provide your expertise um, on how to put some of these feelings at ease moving forward sure I would love to help yeah so I feel like you know you've been in the industry for a long time can you just tell us how many years to be exact okay so I mean exactly I've been into this work for 15 years yeah so my whole journey started with Sufism I went to all these amazing places I meditated everywhere I've been praying in all these beautiful places and um, then uh, it actually started with my own healing And that's how I got into this. And before this, I was in fashion. I worked for Dolce Gabbana and all these companies. But then I just thought, you know what, something is just missing. And it was all about outside. Nothing was inside. So I started, I get into this work years ago. And now I've made it my mission to uh, help people to change lives and give them their freedom back. That's amazing because I feel like I've kind of looked into this uh, thing where you can have multiple lives within one life. My grandfather always used to tell me that he's like, now you might be living a life, but in 20 years from now, you're going to be living a completely different life. So you being in fashion and then moving into this work, I think is a testament of how much life can change and where your path can take you. Absolutely. I think I've lived hundred lives. I think the reincarnation is in this life. We are reincarnated again and again. So we are the same person, but we just, the life changes, experience changes. And if you ask me, Haya, I am not who I was when I was 25, 26, 20 even. I can't sometimes, like, oh, wow, that was me. But yes, the um, life life keeps changing. Life keeps changing. Um, I feel like, you know, as a, as like you said, you know, when you don't remember, you don't really recall who you were in your twenties. I just turned 24 and I feel just as, just as my life was about to start, you know, graduating university. And I can imagine a lot of other people are in a similar position to me where we're kind of at this point of taking off, but because of the circumstances this past year, that wasn't possible. So just kind of grieving this time, uh, losing kind of like these valuable years in your life is something that I'm mourning a little bit now. Um, but in your opinion, what about this year really differs uh, from, from the past years in regards to the issues that your clients are bringing up to your attention? 
Um, and why do you think that is? First thing I had that you are grieving, it's completely natural. So when this Corona thing started, we've been since then into fight and flight mode. Yeah. So we've had anxiety that because we heard people dying, we had companies closing, we had we heard um, so much uh, like people couldn't travel. So it was also always, oh my God, I hope I don't lose a loved one. I don't lose my parent. I, I It's not me. So if you're constantly living like this, you are living in fight and flight and your body feels anxiety. So we are grieving and we don't even realize that. So unfortunately, we when we are grieving, we have to go through the stage of grieving. We have to sit in the pain, in that thing and let it pass us. And the good thing is that, that this is passing. Yes, the winter has been very tough. The winter has this, this I mean, we have, we have everything is... Uh, cyclical and this season has just lasted very long yeah but this is going to pass this is passing I would like to speak in the present moment yes and um, so you feel that you have lost lost time but do you really think so you don't think you've learned something you've had a growth uh, you've seen more you've gone more inside and healed because anxiety doesn't just come like that something from the past has been sitting with you you so when we go through this time it all comes up everything has come up everything that people have been dealing but life has been so fast that you just get on with life but this has forced us to look at us and go inwards we are rewarded in public what we practice in private so this was the time to go private go inside and heal ourselves And uh, imagine when we come out of this and what we have learned, if we apply, how great life would be. I also think, Haya, we were very busy in holding and just making life and doing this and doing that. And the whole thing was about social media, looking beautiful, the makeup, the clothes. There was, I mean, where was all this going? Nobody was, uh, you know, how many suicides had taken place because people thought that they are not girls, thought they were not pretty enough. They were not good enough because on Instagram, somebody looked better and prettier. They've got more friends. Their life is better. Mine is not. But all this has halted everything. And then you're saying, okay, okay, so what is important? Well, Mm -hmm. this is all not important. You can see in your cupboards, everything is stacked up. You've not used anything. You don't even want to use anything because people are suffering outside. So um, this is time to heal. This is time to go inside and heal yourself and get ready, get motivated. When we go back to normal, yes, you'll have a new life, different life, but all the work that you put in now, it's going to pay off. So don't worry, you've not wasted your years. Absolutely. No, and I'm happy you brought that up because I feel like amongst my friends and I, we, we're talking about this often. And as much as I want to give them peace of mind, it's someone like you that can really like step in at this time and be like, it's okay, this too shall pass, you know, it will be fine. This year obviously is very unique, but do you think that your clients have brought uh, unique challenges that they're experiencing to your table? Have you seen anything new in regard to the mental, um, mental struggles pe- people are facing this year as opposed to past years? Strange enough, all the things that I'm working with people, they are coming from their past issues. Mm. They're not just coming from the past one year. So what they didn't have the courage to deal with, or they thought it was okay, it's fine, you know, I can get on with life. 
So yes, the people have come more forward to seek help and they want to change their life. But in realistically, Haya, all the issues have come from past. It has not come from Corona. Yeah. So these things have already kind of existed within these people. And it just is coming out now during this time of self-reflection and this time of isolation, really. Um, yes. So I feel like an important thing, an important part of the human experience is growing. And it's essential, I feel, to, for humans to feel like they're growing and moving forward in their lives. So how do you think the stagnation of like the past year has impacted people? I think the growth has been about, as I said earlier, the growth has been different. It's not been outside maybe, but the growth has been inside. Yeah. People are talking more about their mental health. People are talk more talking about their happiness. So people are just thinking more of now, okay, even if I have a billion, there are people, you and we all know that they have so much money, they are so successful, but not necessarily they are happy. And people who don't have much and they can be happy. So I think people are reflecting on that. Yeah. So the world has definitely changed and uh, it's going to be a new world. But I think we should also be new people. We should also look at life differently. Babe. Move with it. What yeah. is important to us. Yeah, move yeah. with it. A hundred percent. I agree with that. And uh, I feel like everyone on a different level has experienced that kind of internal growth kind of by force these past uh, this past year or so. So. Uh, it's a good thing, ultimately. I think we'll all come out of it a bit more grateful with our priorities a bit more in line, uh, with our goals a bit clearer. So I think that's all a good thing. Um, so with looking forward and looking towards our next steps and hoping to get out of this as soon as possible, what role do you think like hope, like holding on to hope plays uh, in mental health? Like how important is it for us to look forward to better days ahead? So firstly, you need to stop, uh, we need to stop talking uh, because the words we use, they really affect our biochemistry. So if we are saying there is no hope, uh, it's over, life will never be the same, it's not going to be nice, it's not going to be good, then that's what we are focusing on, that will show up. So we have to change our focus and we have to say, you know what, things are going to become better. We are becoming better people. Mm -hmm. We want better things in life. And, um, and another thing is that to change your energy. So even when I give clients mantras, I say, you know, just keep saying it to manifest. So let's say if you're saying I'm happy, I'm happy. And if I'm saying I'm happy and my body posture is really down and my shoulders are down, I'm saying I'm happy. I will not believe in it and it will not apply into my life. So what do we have to do? We have to change our physiology, our emotion, in, uh, our emotions and our energy mm -hmm. so we have to so we have to really start saying positive things and to make sure that our body is straight and we are in this confident pose like we call it superman pose and we have to uh, really emotionally connect with what we want to show up and i promise you it will show up but it won't show up if we believe it's not going to happen life is over for us because you're telling yourself these words and your energy will go down. When yeah. your energy will goes down, like everything looks harder. Mm. So if you say everything is going to be fine and you involve your body posture in it, your physiology in it, everything is fine. The better opportunities will show up, better things will show up and I'm ready to achieve. Yes, I've gone this last one year, I've gone and worked uh, mentally inside, I've gone inwards, I've mastered my emotions. Mm 
Mm-hmm. And now I feel I'm ready to take the world on. And so these kind of things will really help because uh, from the worst case scenarios, good things can uh, stem from it. Yeah. Now, if you look at it, Haya, if you look back, something happened in your life and you said, my God, that was the worst thing that happened to me. But chances are, if you look at it now, you will say, actually, it was the best thing that happened to me. It was my breakthrough. Yeah. So sometimes from the worst places, something amazing, beautiful comes out. We have a problem that we don't want to have a problem in life, but it's, we will have problems. It's how we manage. We need to understand that mm-hmm. and how to remove the blocks that are holding us back, how to change the beliefs that are holding us, how to change our identity, how we talk, how we think, who we are, who we think we are. Right. You have to change all that, literally step into the new identity to create what we want to create in life. And it's possible yes. because life world has not changed. Yes, we've, we've had a bit of a hiccup, but things will become better and brighter. We, yeah. will, we are resilient. We are human beings. You know, we'll come out of it. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, just talking about like, you know, feeling those things physiolog- physiologically and on all those different levels, just being in alignment um, that positive alignment, uh, I think that's, that's when you start to see real positive change happen in your life. Absolutely. So I just think that, just think that you were for fast one year on a retreat. Yeah. You've seen that these, these, you know, Zen masters go onto the mountain for 10 yeah. years and they don't talk to anyone. They don't see anyone. They come back al- completely, you know, aligned and uh, awakened and uh, spiritually more sound. So just think that that's what we were doing. So we were doing a global scale. Totally. But this negative chatter has to stop that my life is over. There's nothing left because that's not even true. Yeah. I mean, I'm not just having a positive talk. I'm just saying, let's be realistic. It's not over. You know, you, we have still survived. Yeah. And that counts for, that counts for a lot that just that we've survived it. So I mean, just kind of going off of what you said about how important what we say and what we, the words we speak are, um, what kind of effect do words have? Can you go into a bit more detail about why what we say and our, our, our self-talk is so important? So um, whatever you focus on, you will feel that. So um, one word can change everything. One word can change your emotion. So our language programs us. So if I say to you, let me give you an example. If I say a really horrible word to you, oh, you are ugly. That just changes your whole emotion. Mm. Yeah. And if I say to you, well done, Haya, you're doing so well. Your whole emotion changes. Mm. So your language is very important. It changed your whole, your emotional state. So that's why it's very important to use the correct language with yourself. And the problem is that, that we think other people judge us, but mm-hmm. we judge ourselves the harshest. The yeah. ha- we are so hard on ourselves. We could be thinking, oh my God, I'm a loser. I will never make it. Others will make it. I'm not even good at it. Maybe, you know, I'm just an imposter. Uh, and uh, my life is, uh, um, you know, not good enough. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not, uh, you know... So everything, and we don't even realize we've gone autopilot of that. So if you just change your language, your whole emotional state changes and you can program yourself. Don't worry about others because the world doesn't happen outside in. 
Mm-hmm. World is happening inside out. Yeah. So if you change your relationship with yourself, your dialogue with yourself, your relationship with yourself, absolutely, your whole life will change. I promise you, it will. And yes, sometimes, you know, there are these blocks sitting in people's lives. And that's why it's good to go to a therapist who can help you that where are you feeling stuck or where have you bought some belief that is stuck with you? Um, That maybe sometimes, you know, the negative chatter comes from there. When we were growing up, maybe our parents were very hard on us. So we buy that belief. And these blocks go like a little energy. Uh, They become patterns in our body because we are 70 percent of our body is water and water retains the memory so it retains it and we have those blocks so sometimes by releasing those blocks not sometimes always by releasing those blocks your energy field opens up and you you create a flow in the body just the way you see a stream of water the flow is happening yeah you need to be in flow i remember there was a was it a japanese scientist scientist yes he did an experiment on water. So, so there were three waters he took. And on one, he was completely abusing it and being horrible to it. Yeah. And on one was showing a lot of love and saying nice words. And on the other, I think he was quite partial about it. And the one that um, was a lot of hatred in it, the whole molecules changed. The whole patterns were in the water. And mm-hmm. imagine that we are that body. So if you are speaking to ourselves, Imagine what's happening inside. Right. So that's why I always tell, I always, you know, when I drink water, when I'm drinking something, I never drink the water that has been sitting there and where girls have been gossiping on the table. I will wait to get the fresh water because the water is holding that memory. So I will always, when I drink water, I say, I I love my life. I'm so grateful. Uh, my life is amazing. I love my children. I love my friends. I'm so grateful. So I say all these things that I drink the water to just, you know, have that, retain that good energy in the body. Yeah. I know a lot of people that do that. And I used to look at my aunts, like, why are they doing that? Maybe they'd read um, like a, like a, like a verse Arabic. on or something into the water and then they drink it. And I'd be like, wow, that actually looks very calming. And I've started to do that, those little practices myself. It's really, really nice. And I do see a difference. Um, you mentioned, you mentioned just very briefly that uh, people, you know, during this time, it's, it's beneficial for them to see a therapist or something like that. Um, why do you think that therapy still is, has a bit of a stigma around it in, in the Middle East? Because people think therapy means there's something wrong with you. They don't understand that it is nothing like that. So when we are born higher, everything we do, our name is decided by somebody, where we live, our religion, the clothes we are going to wear, the people we are going to meet, everything is decided for us. So we don't even, we are not even our true self. Yeah. So everything is basically uh, given to us. So what happens is that we hold some other people's beliefs, maybe a teacher's belief, maybe a mother's belief, maybe a father's belief, maybe, and sometimes their fears as well. So to get understanding what's happening on a deeper level, it's good to speak to somebody. And the way your physical health is important, so is your mental. Absolutely. So, um, and it's, there is no shame in it. It's actually uh, becoming very common now, the way people have a doctor, now people have a coach or a therapist. Because we can't work everything out. And it is not because there's something wrong with us. It is just because we can't understand what is, why we are not achieving the goals or why we are not happy or why we are blocked in some places. 
So somebody else just comes and gives us the understanding that this is actually what's happening. You're holding on to this belief or you're holding on to past. So it really, I think it's the most amazing thing, me being a therapist myself, once in a month, even we have to speak to somebody and I find it so liberating. So this is, there is the stigma is attached because people just say, oh, she's mad. You know how we use words, oh, she's mad. She's put in the mental hospital. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she's crazy. Oh, yeah. she's going to a therapy. There's something wrong with her. Yeah. So this is the words that have been used, in, especially in media, so that we think, oh, so you must be crazy if you're going to somebody. But it's got nothing to do with that. It's just, you know, it's keeping your mental space. Yeah, it's a form of self Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. And a, a part of the reason why I wanted to have you on today was kind of for... If people haven't done therapy in the past, maybe they can hear someone like you and be very intrigued by the process and put themselves, you know, get themselves into therapy because I think it really is a beautiful thing. And I think you do uncover a lot about yourself and learn a lot about yourself and what you want um, through therapy. So I think it's I think it's great, honestly. I think more people so should. Haya, I wanted to share something with you that I on 12th of March, I'm doing a workshop. So it's yeah. a 10-day workshop. So think about it like a being in a boot camp. So 10 days, we are going to together change so many beliefs, discover so many things. And sometimes, you know, uh, therapy can be daunting. And as you said, there's a taboo to it, yeah. stigma attached to it. So if you do it in a group and it's not really like a therapy, it's like literally giving you your power back, showing what's happening in your mind and giving you those aha moments, creating boundaries and uh, emotional resilient. And people who have done this in the past, they said it has transformed their lives. Wow. That's so exciting, Bushra. Honestly, the fact that you're, you know, you're sharing your knowledge with so many people and you have this passion to help others is really what I feel like being a human on earth is all about. So that's a really, really admirable thing. I want to thank you for mentioning that. So just, just as a sneak peek of the guidance that you can provide to people, uh, what are some ways that you suggest people can cope during this difficult time, like some practices that they can do to get their mental health uh, in check, maybe on their own? The first thing I would say that they can do is just watch how they speak to themselves mm-hmm. and um, journal it, your self-talk. Yeah. Uh, start writing it that uh, the horrible words you are saying to yourself and then think about it, that what if somebody else was saying these words to you, how would you feel? Mm-hmm. So self-talk is number one on my list for mental health. Change your self-talk. Have the compassion and kindness you have for others. That's why you're not horrible. You don't say horrible things to them. Show that to yourself. The compassion starts with you first, then others. So be kind to yourself. And when things go wrong, don't take them personally. If Right now I'm hearing a lot of people saying that, oh, my friend did not message me back. She didn't call me back. She doesn't have time for me. Maybe, yeah. you know what, they're also going through a tough time right now. Everybody is trying to heal at this time. Yeah. Everyone has their own uh, battle they are fighting. So don't think it's about you. Give yeah. them that the space that you deserve right now as well. And uh, also meditation is amazing. And to, if you want to go deeper into it, you know, you can get in touch with me and we can find out what are the blocks sitting or join the workshop. But right now, the two things that you can do is journal the way you speak to yourself. 
and then and then start catching it. So when the negative dialogue starts, say, is that completely true that no one likes me? And then name two or three people, like your parents, your siblings, or your best friend, that they like you. And then, so you're checking it. That is that true, the statement you are saying, the horrible words. And then change it. Yes. That, okay, I love myself. My mother loves me. So it's catch it, check it, and change it. Absolutely. No, that's that's really valuable. Uh, that that we you know we see this. We should live our lives, you know, inside out. That makes a lot of sense because when you really do embrace the love that's around you and the support that's around you and the love that you have for yourself, everything feels more aligned automatically. I feel like you mentioned two things in what you just said, which was kind of like a bit like an imposter syndrome, where oh, I'm not good enough. I shouldn't do this. I shouldn't be here. Kind of kind of attitude. Can you just elaborate a bit more on imposter syndrome? I feel like a lot of young people now with social media and everything kind of feel the pressure to, you know, to fit in and maybe they don't always feel like they belong. Yeah. So this comes from uh, not being worthy. So when we believe that I'm not enough, I'm not worthy, others can do it, I can't do it. Mm. But if you, but what if you decide that actually I am worthy, I am enough, and I deserve the best and life and not from the place of arrogance, but from the place of compassion that I deserve what others deserve. Okay, fine. So I'm trying to, to maybe copy somebody, but why am I copying that person? Because I need love. So envy is the barometer that what do you want in your life? So if you see somebody and you think, oh, they're so calm, they're so loving, she's so grounded because that's what you want to be. So work towards it. And um, be- and believe in yourself. Believe in yourself because if you are just going to see the world that if they validate me, then I'm good enough, it will not happen. Believe in what you want, what you, um, you want to achieve and put all your effort in it, all, all your love in it and trust in it. And it will show up. So imposter syndrome comes from I'm not worthy. I'm not good enough. Right. And that's not true. And that's just a lie. Yeah. Um, and like you said, like, or let's say something like envy comes up and I feel like envy is a very, very, you know, normal human emotion to have. It's not a very positive one, but I feel like, you know, a lot of people feel that and no one's really exempt from it, but just to realize that maybe what triggers you, what your, you know, your triggers are your teachers kind of thing. Um, where yes. if somebody's making you is flaring up something in you, then that's a great sign on what you have to work on is, is what I'm getting. Yes. Yeah. And another thing you mentioned was kind of like, I think during this time, there's a, there are a lot of social lines that are getting blurred sometimes and people do start to take things personally. Um, and you kind of have to juggle kind of being drained already from doing all this self-reflection and inner work. And then also juggling, you know, staying in the social, in the social scene, because we're social animals at the end of the day. So what advice would you give to people um, that are, are taking a lot of these things personally, or feeling like they're being ostracized because they can't show up socially? First thing is self-care. So if, if you're not feeling that you want to show up because you're working, doing so much work on yourself, then don't show up. Mm. See, the world will not go anywhere. The world will not go anywhere. And if you are going to give somebody else priority over you, then you will, you're always in their prison. If you don't feel like doing something, don't do it. Yeah. Learn to say no. Mm-hmm. Learn to say no. Because it's self-care and it's self-love. 
And you're not saying it because you don't like them, because you're being horrible. It's just that you're not feeling it. And if you're not feeling it, it's okay. It's okay, it's okay yeah. to put yourself first. It's not selfish. It's self-care. And this is the time to pick your real friends and good real people around you. And if you change your vibration, you change your energy and what you expect and want, then the, that kind of people will show up in your life. So sometimes people say, well, all, all, all I get is toxic people showing up in my life because maybe you don't know how to say no. When you start saying no, when you start showing up for yourself, the right people will start showing up. The right friends will start showing up. Yes. And the people who don't understand you, you need time out. Then you have to think what you're doing with them. Yeah, definitely. A lot of things are kind of priorities are shift, have shifted during this time a lot. And I feel like a lot of people are telling me, oh, now I know who my real friends are. Oh, now I value a lot of time spent with my family more than I have in the past. Um, I've taken this time to really map out my goals for when the world, quote unquote, opens up again. So as much as this time was kind of difficult, draining, a lot of people were put into fight or flight, like you said, I think there were some like hidden gems in it, you know, um, that we can mm. take from this time. And it's a very valuable experience that taught us um, to not take things for granted. No, but Bushna, honestly, uh, really, like you are such a light and you provide such amazing guidance and wisdom. Thank and, insight. You. and I really urge Thank everyone you. listening, really urge everyone listening to reach out to you because you do have a, have a special way of uh, putting people's minds at ease. And hopefully with this episode, that energy is felt. I myself had suffered in my own life and had experienced hardships, but... I have turned everything around, changed everything, and I know it's possible. You are living proof that it's possible. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank you so much for tuning in to my episode with Bushra today. I really hope you guys enjoyed it and took something away from it. Whether it was understanding imposter syndrome or the problems that can arise in this weird COVID era. I hope you guys have a newfound understanding and go a little bit easier on yourselves moving forward. I know I will, or at least I'll try. To find out more about Bushra's amazing workshop she has lined up, you can check out her Instagram, her website, or you can shoot her an email. I'll leave them all in the description. Thank you all so much again, and I'll see you next week. Take care.